Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Travel Tales Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Siegel. Thank you so much for listening. I want to apologize right off the bat. It's uh, been a while since our last episode. It's been over two weeks, and usually I uh, try to get on a set schedule there. And uh, this is as, as long a break between episodes I think I've ever had in the few years I've been doing it. So I apologize for that. Uh, I just returned from Ireland. I usually try to bank uh, some episodes before I left, had some cancellations before I left, uh, some scheduling issues, and then um, I was going to record something in Ireland when I was there with my mother. Didn't happen, and I'll get into that uh, on another episode later on, probably the next one. And uh, so we'll talk about Ireland and, and do all that. But needless to say, it was a great trip, and uh, but I just didn't get a, a an episode down, so... I apologize for that, and I was almost set to do something I'd never done, which was do a uh, a rerun, basically, run a quote-unquote classic episode of the podcast, but uh, late in the hour, today actually, I contacted my friend Leslie Nagy, who is a, a big shot over at TravelZoo.com. And she was nice enough to come over and do an interview. So this is the quickest turnaround I think I've ever had. And one day, I'm going to turn this episode around and release it to you people. So uh, that is that. And I want to thank Leslie, for again, for taking the time to uh, come over. Also, I should uh, tell some business here. First of all, that's our website, TravelTalesPodcast.com. Go there. Check out all the, uh, the photos, the stories, see uh, earlier episodes, articles, all that good stuff, and you'll also see links to all our social media, and that, of course, is Twitter, Facebook. Like our Facebook page, will you? That's a nice thing to do. Travel Tales Podcast at Facebook, uh, Travel Tales Pod on Twitter, Travel Tales Podcast on Instagram. We're on LinkedIn. All those links are at our homepage at TravelTalesPodcast.com. If you want to write me, it's TravelTalesPodcast at gmail.com. That's TravelTalesPodcast at gmail.com. And if you're on iTunes, hey, why not give us a good rating? That's always good. Helps people find the show and uh, boosts our presence there online. So if you can do that, I would appreciate it. All right. It's good to be back. I got more episodes lined up. Don't worry, there won't be a, as big a wait in between episodes uh, for the future ones. Uh, I got people lined up already, and it's going to be great. Enjoy my talk with Leslie Nagy. Welcome to the Travel Tales Podcast. I'm here with Leslie Nagy, travel guru from TravelZoo.com. What, can I call you a guru? <laughs> I like that, sure. Really? What, what is your official title there? Uh, lifestyle and Entertainment Editor. Lifestyle and Entertainment Editor. See, now, TravelZoo, I always think of it as a website that has uh, deals and stuff on, on all sorts of travel, but I didn't know they had a network of some sort. They, do they have a network? They do. Uh, they have a huge network, actually. They're a big company. Is this a YouTube channel, or is this uh, like their own kind of like a cable thing? What are they doing? No, no, no. I'm on more the marketing side. So I write articles for the Huffington Post. I go on all the media outlets and talk about the travel deals and all the travel trends that TravelZoo does. So if I'm at the, uh, the Today Show, 
And yeah. we have a big story on where everybody's going for Christmas. We call you up and say, Leslie, where's, where's the hot places going? This no, Christmas? that's exactly what happened uh, today. We just launched the Travel Zoo selfie campaign. So, you know, we wanted to get the word out of a survey we did where 86% of Americans, you know, take at least one selfie per week. And you would think that's a lot, but Canadians actually beat us. What? So that was the shocker. And then Canadians Brits just were... love themselves, don't they? <laughs> hey, so do Americans, you know. <laughs> we, but, are we sure it's know, Canadians? But we or... made, you know, lots of news outlets aired, you know, our travel survey. So we love to keep up with the trends. It's a good company. Okay, well, let's talk about the selfie thing now. We can get it out of the way. Sure. You can plug away on it. So this is a selfie thing. Uh, so everybody submits their selfies from around the world. Yes. To your side, what is the hashtag? Hashtag selfie. Yeah, just take a selfie of you at home, obviously traveling, having a good time, and the best one will win a Caribbean vacation, all-inclusive for two. Wow. Vacation. Okay, so when is the big drawing? When's, the, when's uh, that happening? Good question. When's the date? Uh, submitting now? I don't know. I think you have a couple weeks, though, so get some time. Okay, so a couple weeks of meaning, do you have an exact date? I don't have an exact date. <laughs> oh, no, I don't have an Here exact date. I thought you were in charge of I'm this. Not in charge of, I'm not in charge of it. I'm just promoting people to start it. It just launched today, so we're still at the beginning, but okay. there's a whole way that they're going to be judged, and so I'm not going to pick the winner. So I'm going to try to post this to like see. tonight. So Yeah, um, I'm, I'm going to make sure you take a selfie and post it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I'm going to post this episode tonight. Yes. So we're going to say we got about two weeks to do this. So do these uh, selfies have to be... From around the world? Can they just be in people's houses? Can they be they anywhere can. in the world? I yeah, mean, you know, we do promote travel, so we would love yeah, to be I mean, on vacation. I yeah. think you probably took a couple on your Ireland trip. I'm just worried that you're going to get a million of people with the same selfie in front of Machu Picchu and that kind of thing. So uh, what are you looking you for? You know what? Yeah, you do something unique and creative. Okay. Uh, I think something, you know, that shows your spirit. Selfies are, I've looked at some very interesting selfies with celebrities or non-celebrities, and people <laughs> get pretty creative. So we want to test people's skills on this. Yeah, there was something, I think, in the new uh, John Oliver show on HBO where they were talking about selfies and yep. the people, every, they call everything a selfie when it's not. Right. It's, it means you holding the camera, <laughs> yes. shooting it back on yourself. And that's they're right. like, okay, you know, here's a selfie. A true selfie. Yes. We, we want it. And that's know. what you want. Yes. I, I don't think selfies look that good. I think they're hard to get the background. Like, you have to take it a couple times to get a really good image of the background, the beautiful bridge behind you and you. Uh, so, I end up, when I take a selfie, I think I take 20 to try and get a good shot. Yeah. I want to, uh, I'll be probably get some underwater ones. There's like a shark in the background and that kind of stuff. Oh, I bet you're going to get all that stuff. That would win. Who I judges would, this? Do you judge uh, it? No, I do not. I do not. We do have a team, though, on TravelZoo that is geared to judge it. They're breaking it down between creativity and where they're going and what it looks like in the overall feel. That's quite a job. Yeah, I think it sounds like Is that the only thing they do? (laughs) No. (laughs) Okay. No, everyone does work really hard. No, I I know. Okay, so so there's the selfie thing. People can post it. Uh, Hashtag selfie. Tizu selfie. Hashtag tizu selfie. selfie. Okay. Yeah, so that's easy. Good. So now let's get to you. Yeah. And uh, let's tell people who you are. And we met about, it uh, must have been about 10 years ago or something Full like disclosure. That. We met in, a long uh, time ago in television. a press junket or something. In New York. We were, you were in San Francisco, I believe. I was. I was based time. out of San Francisco and we just traveled to LA and New York yes. interviewing celebrities for movies Ugh. on the junket circuit, as it's known. Do you miss that at all? Um, you know, I still interview celebrities. <laughs> Continue. Even now, I got to interview Mario Andretti for this job. Oh, so. okay. You know, uh, I still get to test my, the waters. And no, it's fun. Every job has its own challenges. So I know. I like okay. this one. So you're originally from Michigan. 
Yes. Good you old ma- Midwest. Yes. And you made your way to what Los came first? Cal- LA. Okay. Yeah. I went to college, you know. Out here or? I mean, Michigan State University. Oh, uh, a Spartan. Yes. Okay. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Go green. <laughs> and so you came here right after college? I came here right. Oh, yeah. I drove cross country right after a graduation With day. nothing set up? Any kind of gig or anything? No. Absolutely not. I was homeless uh, three times in the first three months. Did I you, had no one. Wow. Did you wait tables or do anything like that? Um, you know, I got a job copy editing. So, okay. Yeah. So it was good doing press releases and trying to, you know, make your way and, and do hosting. <laughs> and then I, I got a gig in uh, San Francisco with the WB. And then Right. And that's when I met you? Yeah, that's okay. when So uh, you would just, I didn't know, I only found out today that you moved back to L.A. I, I thought you. you were still in New York. You know what? I, I, tr- I, as true to my now title, I always have traveled. So it didn't really matter where <laughs> I was based because I'm traveling about weekly. So I, I keep up with my friends all over the world. Okay, so the travel zoo job. Now, in New York, you weren't doing a travel thing. You were just a, you were an entertainment a, reporter? A morning show. But yeah. I did travel With our show friend J.D. Segments. Roberto. Yes, I did. Yes. Yeah. So, um, you know, that's how they got to know me, uh, was travel zoo would come on our show. Okay. And they have a, a guy, a Gabe Saglier, who's our senior editor, and uh, he brought me on board. And I've been that's awesome. traveling ever since. Okay, so as your, uh, tell me your title again. Lifestyle, Lifestyle and Entertainment okay. Editor. Yes, it's a mouthful. I agree. It's a lot. Yeah. But uh, so your main purpose is to sell Travel Zoo as more than just the website, basically, of like, oh, here's some deals. You know, it's a trusted brand. It's been around for a while. Yeah, and so people want, you know, maybe they don't know about us. If they do, <laughs> I'll be happy to direct you to us. Right. But um, I think it's really to get the word out about traveling and get more people to in enjoy their life. I mean, I get to talk to people about traveling and travel around. So it's the best job in the world. And you, even when people tell me their terrible horror travel stories, it's still a good time. I mean, bad travel stories make great times. Yeah, I'm aware of that. We yeah. have a lot of those on this show. Right. And we'll get to yours in a bit. <laughs> so uh, where has this show sent you since you've been doing it? I, I usually cover the top 10 markets. So New York, Chicago, San Francisco. Okay. Yeah. So All I, domestic, though. Yes, you don't leave domestic. the country? Yes, because we have a lot of now restaurant deals. We do fall entertainment. So a lot of fall right now is what I was talking um, because it's right before the holiday rush. So, yes, mm-hmm. there's lots of things you can find for, you know, half price, you know, good deals. And so that's my job. I always tell people that this time of year, like October, November, awesome time to travel. It is. Because uh, you get great deals. If you can get there before the holidays start, I mean, it's awesome deals, except for domestically for Thanksgiving. But other than that, that's one of the reasons I just, you know, you know I just got back from Ireland that uh, it was such a great time of year to go because like the flight deals, like I did it all on frequent flyer miles and it was like the lowest off peak time. So I got like 20,000 one way for each thing and uh, flew both of us out there. So it was great. Well, Wednesday is the biggest, is the day when we launch all of our top 20 deals. So it's like dreamland. You get to talk about you know, Iceland trips and Ireland was just a big one and, and Italy. We have a Tuscany trip. So this is what the conversation goes to is if people don't just want, I mean, you can buy, book a great deal, but it gets you dreaming and thinking about traveling. And, and I, sometimes I'm like, oh, I missed that deal. I should have booked it. And then I know I have to be prepared for the next time when I see something that I really like, you know, have my schedule ready, have my travel partner ready to go. So you can jump on uh, how to save money. Mm-hmm. So in terms of uh, Americans, when they go on Travel Zoo, what is the number one destination that they look at, look for? 
Um, I think it's I think Ireland's probably got to be up there. Yeah, well, you know what? It's based on what what we're having a deal at that moment. As I said, Tuscany right. is huge, so huge Tuscany, and for good reason. Yeah, why mm-hmm. wouldn't you want to go? But George Clooney, right? Just got married. They have don't they have a villa in Tuscany? I'm sure there's <laughs> Como, some relation there. there. Yeah, he's yeah, in Lake yeah. Como. Yeah, he's got quite a life. That guy. There's every season and every week has a new hotspot that people can go to. Mm-hmm. Um, we do always have a lot of Caribbean, Mexico, um, U.S. hot. Great destinations here. Yeah. You know, so. Your favorite. Give me your, your personal domestic uh, favorite place to go. And because uh, I don't like, I mean, this is a tough question because I don't like favorites when people ask me that. I can never narrow it down to one place in the world. That's very true. Um, I have a lot of places. I do love to go to San Francisco. Great food. It's a great city. And I, I love the hiking in the outdoors. Yeah. So. Do you miss living there? Um, I sometimes do, but I actually still go there all the time for work, <laughs> yeah. so I, I don't miss it. What was the uh, big adjustment from going from L.A. to San from, Francisco? Was it uh, the weather? It was. It was. More jackets and coats. It, every place I live, I get a new wardrobe. You know, and in New York, I had to buy poofy coats. Yes. Those big poofy coats and big gloves. And you had to learn to wear black all the time. I, I, and there is a good reason you wear black. <laughs> it's the only thing that lasts. But mm-hmm. I would have to re sold my shoes every three four months in new york from you're walking so much you just don't think you have to resole your shoes what was the because uh, i would say the first because i lived in new york uh, for about a year and a half and i went from chicago to there and i didn't think it was going to be that big of a transition but it actually kind of was you know i was used to living in a city and uh, taking public transportation so that wasn't that hard but still the pace of it is different yeah. and the people are different it's a fast pace. And yeah, it moves, it moves really fast. You go. You, it, so the first three months I found to be kind of a transition. How yeah. did you deal? Did you have any nightmare stories of like getting lost in the subway or? I found um, people come to visit you all the time. Yeah, New York. you have a place I had to a weekend stay. Visitor every weekend, mm-hmm. someone was coming to New York, or someone knew somebody was coming to New York. And growing up in the Midwest, you know, your house is always open to strangers or friends who visit so i i, I it was fun yeah Everyone but you had room over. in the midwest the house of you know you live in a closet in new york you so do where do you put yes, them you have no space you have no <laughs> personal space you share your bathroom it's a good thing i grew up in a big family so yeah I, i'm i'm used to it did you miss uh driving i did you did I uh, when didn't. i first moved back to los angeles i i loved the car radio and driving in my car <laughs> and being alone with my thoughts that's what I missed in New York. There's so much uh, noise going on. Yeah, it's always something happening. But, I mean, I did love its proximity to Europe and everything. You could just get on a plane and, oh, you know, you six and a half hours, you're there. Yes. yes. From New York, I could jet anywhere. Mm-hmm. It's great. And actually, I, I got to go to St. Lucia and do segments in Curacao. Yeah. Which is, uh, and lots of Caribbean. So it was quick and direct They have flights. so many directs from New York to the, anywhere in the Caribbean. Yes. Exactly. Oh, man. Yeah, that is kind of nice. You're so far here in L.A. from everything, except Hawaii. You know, that's that's our one advantage. We can go there. <laughs> to get good deals to Hawaii. We you to get deals. Yeah. I can drive. I'm going to my next vacation. I'm going to do a little quick weekend uh, to Mexico. Oh, from where was, at? Um, Cabo? And no, it's just north. It's a little resort that we had this great deal with. So mm. I was, you know, it included a massage. I couldn't oh, help myself. Well, let's talk about your uh, perks of your job. <laughs> yes. Aside from going around, you know, on business, uh, yeah. do you get uh, like cut rate deals on what are already cut rate deals? Uh, no, we get the same deals as everyone else. But actually, our company has a travel zoo experience in which every year on the company we travel. One oh, of our sweet. own deals. Yeah. Everyone in the company does this, not just me. Wait, so you 
Wait a minute, you, got, you don't all go together in no, the same place. I was going to say, that's... No, we actually get to pick our own, but you get oh, three awesome. extra vacation days that aren't included in your vacation time, and they give you the expense to do it. That's great. Yeah. Have you got, used yours yet? No, but I'm, I'm, I'm eyeing Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. You need someone to uh, carry your bags there? <laughs> or, uh, you know, hold your surfboard in Depends. Costa Rica? Yeah. Do you plan on hiking, have any... zip lining? That's what I plan to do. Yoga, whatever. Have you been before? No. Oh, you'll love it. That's, you I can like do everything, that. all that stuff there. If you're, you're an outdoorsy type, you'll love it. I, you know, a traveling, I like to do what the what is the best to do in that region. Mm-hmm. So I have to search it out. You know, I Google everything about that place. And then when I get there, I try and figure out, you know, who do I talk to? And luckily, you know, I have a friendly enough face that I can usually <laughs> find the good spots, the hot spots to go to. Do you, uh, what has been the hardest part of this job for you? If, the, if there is one. Oh, yikes. There is none. Okay. No. I, um, it's been easy because I already love to travel. I like to talk about travel. So working for a website as opposed to working in television, tell me the differences. Um, people are happy. <laughs> um, my coworkers like their job. I, 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 it's I don't shocking. know what you're talking about. And, okay, I don't, uh... You know, back in college, I used to work at Nordstrom on the holidays, and we used to spend all of our money you know, on clothes. And I feel like this job, people spend their salaries on travel, and everyone's trying to one-up each other on where they went. You know, a colleague <laughs> just was telling me about her trip to Iceland. I'm like, oh, I want yeah. to go to Iceland. So it's, everyone tries to one-up each other that way. So it's actually That's my kind way. of place. Yes, it is. I'll leave an application with you it's on your yeah. way out. Travel tales, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you, you need TV hosts over there, don't you? Yeah. You, can't be the, you can't be the only one. You need... <laughs> Right. We'll have a morning show. Oh, we got to do a travel zoo morning show. I know that would be it, awesome. You would be surprised at some of the stories that people have, though. Everyone's. Been I wouldn't. Everywhere. I've been doing this for a couple I feel years. Insufficient I've heard sometimes. them all. I need to. Com- it's like a competition, <laughs> though. You need to go everywhere and do everything. Well, give us one of yours. Give me your worst. Uh, let's say the worst flight you ever had. Flight experience. Um, oh, I've been on some flights. Uh, my luggage arrived soaking wet after wet. a turbulent flight, which you can't. It's like red eye. You, I couldn't sleep. And soaking wet. I'm not sure why. I don't recall it even raining. And it was soaked through and through. It was really, and I don't know, I, it, was, it came late. So it must have been like left on the tarmac. There must have been a storm. Oh, my God. <laughs> it just arrived soaking. And then one of my green shirts had bled through. <laughs> so it ruined like my white t-shirt oh, and all the other things. Where was this? Um, to New York. Oh. Yeah, it happened. Newark Airport? Oh, no. JFK. JFK. Which I don't, they're hard. JFK and LaGuardia, they're they need to make those cleaner. Yeah. Yeah, those are... And Newark's no picnic either. Nope. That's yeah, true. Those, um, okay, so how about your... Uh, any scary, like, border crossings or anything like that? Any... Very something? scary. I studied abroad in Budapest. Ooh, in well, let's talk about this. I... I love Budapest. You know, it was when you had the URL pass for Eastern Europe, and they stamped it, physically mm-hmm. stamped it. And I decided to take a weekend trip with um, a couple of the students to Poland. And we took this night Sunday night trip. Didn't think anything of it. Got it stamped there and back. So then we're in on our way to Prague with the whole school, and the, you can't understand anyone speaking. But anyway, <laughs> they wanted to throw me and two other people off the train because someone didn't stamp my URL pass correctly. So I was extremely scared because I looked out and it was in the middle of Slovakia where it was almost like slums. And they're like, you're getting kicked off the train. Someone's translating for me. I was like, what? And I burst into tears. And so the guard, you know, the security guard left. 
and the train stopped and then it kept went going. Anyway, we made it to Prague, but I think because I burst into tears, he felt bad. He didn't want to kick us off. See, that never works for me. It I was, burst into tears. I don't, they terrible. don't let me off. Yeah, I was young. I was very young. I, but and the thing that it was hard to understand, then I had to bribe someone to stamp, stamp it correctly. I had to pay them to stamp it. Why was it my fault that someone, some uh, railroad worker didn't stamp my pass correctly? I don't know why it was my fault. Did they do this all the time, you think? And then the, they clean up on bribes, maybe? <laughs> maybe, maybe that's I it. wouldn't put anything... Pa- I don't Eastern know. Europe, I just you don't remember know. being a f- very afraid oh, sure. at being dumped in the middle of nowhere and that's with scary. nothing. Yeah. And this was, you know, a little while back when it wasn't so uh, sophisticated. Yes. It was probably like... I hope it's sophisticated now. Well, I mean, you were a student, so what, were you, like 20 then? Yes, I was. Okay, so, yeah. you know, five years ago. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, see that, fellas? That's how but it's you learn, done. you learn things you learn to ask more questions when you're traveling you know, yeah you learn, so that's there's was that the scariest happened. incident you've had i think yeah that was pretty scary really yeah that's not so bad tell me about budapest as a student I, uh, I loved it i was only there like three years ago but i loved it i think i thought it was a really cool city it had okay so in the university that we studied the club the nightclub was underground of the university so in the daytime we would go to class and at night at 10 p.m you know till 4 a.m., you would go underneath the ground to, like, the DJ spinning in the <laughs> huge club. And it was one of the hippest clubs in awesome. Budapest. So I, that would never happen in America. No. Never. No. Did they? Did you go to the ruined pubs there? Yeah. I used to yep. love those. Those were and, cool. And the baths. Mm-hmm. The baths were very nice. Yeah. What was the one? It's, um, I guess I went to the most famous bath. It was the. It's out in the middle of a park. And it's like... Uh, Yellow I went building. To the cheap and... one. I was a student at the time. Okay. So whatever it was. Well, and this one, I mean, there was everybody was there. I mean, I think it was public. Everybody used it. Yeah. It was, a bit, but I guess it's one of those famous ones. But that was, yeah, it's a whole vibe there. But I thought I find like in a lot of Eastern Europe or former Soviet bloc countries and stuff like that, they're very positive about the future. You know, because it was, the past was so dark and rough you know i think and and as opposed to like going now to like spain where they're the young people are just you know not looking forward things are worse you know like unemployment in spain is like 25 percent, and they don't see things getting better and it's a really kind of a negative you know france and italy too yeah Yeah, you don't see that hope but everybody in eastern they're like you know in the czech republic or croatia they're all like yeah really looking forward to the future you know did you find that country pride too yeah 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 and what their past has been oh yeah what was the political vibe and stuff when you were there it was changing over it was still a very communist feeling even though they had switched over to democracy now mm-hmm. I think it's interesting because everywhere I travel, there's Facebook. So every any country I've been to, there's Facebook. Yeah. So it feels we're all connected. It really does. It's, Isn't that kind of odd? It's really changed everything. Yeah, I was on the island of, uh, in Fiji. And they're like, oh, yeah, you're on Facebook. Like, Wait, you're on an island in the middle of nowhere. You have <laughs> yeah. Facebook. So. The one thing, though, I do miss about the pre-Facebook days, though, I think there was there was some kind of excitement about being not so connected. You know, that you could really go away. You know what I mean? When you were out of touch. Now people can get in touch with you all the time. So sometimes people don't connect with each other as much because they're back in their room texting and that kind of stuff. So I don't know. Maybe take something away from it. You know, I'm not going to be cynical about the future because I don't want to... No, I know. But you work on the internet. I know that. But... uh, I love it. I love feeling connected to someone. Yeah. Well, taking my mom through Ireland... She was blown away because I would book the hotels from my phone 
the night up. Like sometimes an hour before, she's like, where are we going to stay tonight? You didn't book anything? You didn't plan anything? I said, Mom, we just... All I need is a Wi-Fi connection, and I'll, I'll book something. Yeah, apps that can tell you right yes. where you are and something that's right around you to go to to eat. It, it makes it traveling much happier. Yes. Because when I don't eat, I get grumpy. So like most people, <laughs> you know, I, I want to find good places to eat. Okay, well, let's, uh, let's go back to Budapest. I want to finish with Budapest, though. So uh, why did you pick there? Uh, it was cheap. <laughs> okay, what were you studying? I studied political science for oh, well, my that's interesting. Bro- broadcast journalism major, right? So it was a, it was a win win, and it was why wouldn't you want to? I France, I remember I I was an exchange student in France. Oh wow! Uh, when I was eighteen, so I remember France being very expensive and Budapest being less than half the cost. Oh, absolutely! So I was like, oh, I'll go to Budapest. No one's ever been there. You know, my last name is Hungarian. Yes. It's the most common name in Hungary, I learned. Is it? Nagy? N-A-G-Y? Yeah, they say Naj, and Naj? it means like grand and large, which is completely okay. fitting. So they liked your name all, all, already. Yes. Yes, did you know any did. of the language? Could you speak nope. any? Nothing? Nem. That means no. <laughs> so any of your family speak it? Did you, nope. Do you know if you still have any family back there? Uh, we don't. We don't know anything about that side of the family. Mm-hmm. Know, the side of the family where we did find uh, relatives was in Italy, the town where my grandmother is from. You know, we got off the train and we walked to her town and we started taking pictures and then we found that we had family there. And so it was this wonderful experience to have family. You know, even though they're not seven seven generations removed, you know, right. I felt like, you know, the sauce was still the same. And the cook, you know, <laughs> that, that's what makes it good. So I wish we had family in Hungary, but no. Where in Italy? Uh, Pofi. It's an hour south of Rome. Oh, okay. I've never heard of it. Well, because it has one piazza and one road. So you think of Rome has hundreds of piazza. This town is <laughs> so big, it has only one. Uh-huh. And one big church in the middle. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Did... Uh, let me tell. Let me ask about eighteen-year-old Leslie in France. Yeah, this is, and I'm sure you looked fifteen. Yep. Yep. And uh, for people who don't know, Leslie's uh, petite. She's very tiny, and so I'm sure you. That was a comment I get when I travel all the time. <laughs> You're American. You're not overweight. No. Yeah, it's kind of sad though, it's, isn't it's it? It's genetic. really sad. But it's genetic. You know, it's uh, so many genes that. No, but it's bad, you know, that they... they that's what they think. Yeah, they automatically think, how could you be healthy and be American? Yeah. <laughs> no, I lived with yeah. an exchange student in the south of France. It was called. It was not far from Toulouse. It was called Groyer, and it was to learn the language, which I still love to speak French. Mm-hmm. Whenever I get a chance. Uh-huh. Um, not There's my French often. right there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe. We oui, I know. It took two yeah, years but... in high school. But it's amazing how much of it comes back to you when you have to use it. You do. You, there was nothing. And good food, good culture. So it's a lot of was fun. Was this during high school or after? Right after. So before Summer you went before to college. college. Okay. Yeah. So you weren't studying. You were just hanging. You yeah, just studying living, the language. Living. Yeah. Living with a exchange awesome. student. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So tell me about it. Tell me about going there. Had you been to France before? I had been one, one time prior with my family. But it's very different to go with your family on a family vacation than to be just stranded with a family that didn't speak English either. So you're that's, just that's you're how really you learn. immersed. Yeah. And uh, you just, I remember the Tour de France was on and the family loved Tour de France. And so oh, sure. that's, I didn't have to speak if I sat in front of the television and watched the Tour de France. <laughs> so it was very <laughs> relaxing because you're just, your head hurts so much from thinking, trying to translate and quickly answer yes, no, uh, didn't know. But it's a wild time of life there because, you know, you're 18 and to be an American, you know, in Michigan, 
at 18 and going through high school uh, where we're kind of treated you know, as children, you know, and you go over there and you're 18 and you're an adult, you can go out. Oh, and over there, yeah. Bars, you drink restaurants. Wine, been, you go to yes. clubs. You, and you, they, no, but the women didn't get drunk. I remember that. No, it was a they big don't. Feel. It was like, you don't. You just have and that's eye opening. Yeah, was, I remember talking to some guys who would uh, these Swedish guys when I first went there, and they had uh, you know been exchange students in America in high school and stuff like that. They just couldn't get over. Like they would go to parties and just be blown away with people doing like beer bongs and throwing up and stuff like that and they just didn't right. see that it, there. it was more adult over there yes. you know how you behave what do we do wrong is is it an american thing that we there's part of it i think that we can't do anything a little bit we overdo everything yeah. you know it's just like <laughs> we don't do moderation well <laughs> right um but i think also repressing it makes people want to overdo it you know sex in a lot of ways like that you know that we're very uptight and you see our puritan roots about that and it's like Janet Jackson's boob freaks everyone out, and you forget just how religious you're, you're this country is. You're aging yourself there. That was so long ago, Janet but, Jackson. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, um, but it still goes on today. I mean, that we freak out over, like, but violence we accept in our media and everything. <laughs> it. And they you know. look at us and go, well, yeah, well, that's acceptable. But, you know, people's heads getting shot off. But, you know, a boob on TV is... But know. it's not just here. Over there, It's everything's becoming more, I want to say, the same. I wouldn't say that it's more violent over here than over there or wherever you're traveling. I think everywhere has experienced the same, you know, exposure. Right. But did you go there? You're this, you know, 18-year-old and you get hit on by creepy old guys and discos and stuff like that? No. I hear all these horror stories about the, no, like, yeah. models who go over there in Paris. I mentioned and... it was, like, a tiny town, so <laughs> it was small. You were at nightclubbing in yeah, Paris? Yeah, it, was, it wasn't Come Paris. Come on. But... Paris would be re- really cool. I'm trying to get some controversy out of you, Leslie. I want some <laughs> I, dirt. I want I stories. To, I loved I South America was very hip for... When did you, you know, go there? I went to... I traveled... Um, I was 25, so it was 10 years ago. And I traveled like Buenos Aires. And oh, we I love did, Buenos Aires. Uh, yeah, Rio, Buenos Aires, um, Santiago, and then Machu Picchu, Peru. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I loved it. Yeah, Machu Picchu I did. I haven't been to uh, Chile, though. Yes, it was. Uh, it was ski. I skied in Chile, Santiago, right Did you? outside. Yes. How was it? It was the beginning of ski season. It was good. I realized, you know, I didn't grow up on mountains like that. It was tough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know because I learned to ski in like Wisconsin and Michigan. Right. Probably like you, you know, like when I first went to Colorado, I went, yeah. oh. This is skiing. I did, I had no idea. And we went down to Bariloche and saw the glaciers. It's just unbelievable. Yeah. It looked like Antarctica was starting and it was never going to end. <laughs> <laughs> so you I've heard, the only thing I heard about Chile it's, it's nice. Mm-hmm. A little boring as compared to like say Argentina or something. Or right. Brazil, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah, it was. And it's long and skinny country, but I it's yeah. super long. It's yep. like crazy long. It's, it's like as long as like America is wide or some crazy thing like that. It's really, really long. Buenos Aires, I didn't realize how hip and trendy they were ahead of America. Oh, it's awesome. So clothes that I bought there were, weren't trendy in the U.S. for another year. So I got to wear a lot. <laughs> you were cutting of, edge. <laughs> like, yeah, you were fashion cool. forward and you came back. Exactly. So, so that's wine country. Are you a wine person? I am a wine person. Mm-hmm. Or did you learn down there to be a wine person? No, I didn't. I wish I had gone to Mendoza, but I, I do like their Melbacks now. Mm-hmm. So you uh, speak French. Mm-hmm. How's your Spanish? 
Um, poquito? Poquito? <laughs> yeah, very little. I know. And that's, I usually one, that's the one we French. all need. <laughs> I can understand when they're speaking Spanish, but mm -hmm. I, I usually answer in French. So do you like, you prefer to go to French-speaking nations? No. Um, my uh, sister is a great travel partner, and she lived in, abroad in Spain. So oh, she perfect. does the Spanish part and I can do the French. So we want to double up countries we can reach. Oh, that's great. Yeah. All you need is like a, a German cousin. They yeah. didn't get, get anywhere. The, um, how much of, have you done much of Asia? Like, um, is... No, just Taiwan and Hong Kong. Oh, really? Well, I, I would love to. I, that's, um, I want to do the Great Wall of China. I have a bucket list and it, it keeps growing. I haven't it. been to the mainland China. I've been to Hong Kong and Taiwan, like oh. you, but I haven't been to uh, mainland China. I just couldn't we've been to where we don't need a visa. That's right. where we've been. <laughs> that was a good, I know. So I have a lot, to, a lot on my list of things to do still. You got to go to Thailand. And New Zealand and Australia. I've done New Zealand. I drove around both islands of New Zealand. I oh, didn't did? realize how small it was. You could yeah. do that. I only went weeks. to the South Island. I only went to the South Island. But. Oh, neat. Christchurch yes. and... Yeah, and, and uh, Queenstown Queens. and all that. And Milford Sound and all that stuff. That's beautiful. Isn't that the most gorgeous country Ever. It was so green and lush and yes. just lamb. I, I did get sick of eating lamb, though. There was a, a lamb is if you mm -hmm. go there, there's sheep on every everywhere. What's it, it's like three million people and five million sheep or something like that. It's crazy. <laughs> it's got to be. There were sheep just everywhere. And I remember going to see the penguins and driving out and stopping and getting out and walking. And absolutely no one is there. There's no fence. And you just keep walking and walking. And then you I see, oh, there's there's penguins. <laughs> And you look around, no one is there. I mean, here we would have a fence up, we would have it regulated, something there. Yeah. You had to, you know, if you find the penguins, then just don't disturb them, I guess. You just want to be, <laughs> it's very nature-esque, peaceful. Where in Australia were you? Um, all down the coast. So it drove from Cairns to Melbourne. That's what I did. I did the opposite, though. I went yeah, up. Oh, so, and yeah. did you know it's Melbourne like up, up north, it's like the crocodiles, and then in the middle was the jellyfish, and then like yeah. down below was the sharks you were afraid of. So every time <laughs> you're by always, the coast, they tell you don't go in the water for some other reason. There's always something in Australia that can kill you five feet away. Right. I mean, like inland, I, I didn't get to the center, because um, I was there in the middle of the summer, and it was like 120 degrees, and people were like, uh, you're insane if you go there. Oh, wow. So don't go. But I definitely want to go back and do that. Then there's a whole west coast that I never saw. It's yeah. a massive country with have, nobody in it. You know, if you haven't done the U.S., you have to do all the U.S. In Canada, I've done you know Vancouver yeah. and Montreal, but I need to do some of the... Yeah, I'm um, the same way. I've done... I went to like PEI in Prince Edward Island, uh, and, yep. and I went there for a wedding. And I talked to... Most Canadians haven't even been there. It was like, they were, you were in PEI? For what? I go, <laughs> I, don't, I know. I don't know why. Somebody's wedding. That's all it was. So where, if you, your dream bucket list of places, you said you had one, Great Wall, oh where else? Great Wall of China. I do have Iceland, the Northern Lights I want to yeah, see. Yeah, definitely. I want to go there. Um, I want to see the Galapagos. Yes. So the, you know, you can go on. Uh, I, Japan, I haven't been. Oh, really? Thailand, I haven't been. Uh, and India, I would love to see India. I and have been to India. And of course, Africa. Like, have you haven't been to Africa yet? No. Oh, I did Kilimanjaro this year. That's a rough life, rough year you've had. <laughs> Ireland and Kilimanjaro. Jeez. Well, you know, I uh, I go to Travel Zoo. <laughs> that's what I. That's how I get around the around the world. Um, it, it, we do. We have safaris, and I'm see. I'm yes. Maybe that's what I should. I actually about. looked at Travel Zoo uh, for this trip I just took to Ireland because they had a lot of Ireland deals, and uh, but instead I rented a car and I was the guide. So I drove Miss Daisy around. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about island driving around an island. I mean. Ireland is the size of, I think, Indiana. So it wasn't, I mean, 
we did the whole thing in 10 days, really. I, I didn't realize how other countries, especially Europe, you can get places so quickly. Yeah, quicker. America's big. America's yeah. really huge. Then you get to Australia and go, wow, this is really huge. Well, nothing's in the middle of Australia. There's nothing. So you go, oh, do I really want to make that flight over to Perth? Nah. Yeah. <laughs> Would have rather gone to Tasmania. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or Bali, which is right there. I, oh, I went to Fiji. You did stop in Fiji. Oh, I haven't been. That was neat. How did you I, like it? What I wanted I'm to sure compare it's gorgeous. to Bali. You know what? It was the same thing, although uh, no one does anything. And so I remember walking around the island. No one does anything? In, in, in a couple hours. Everyone just lays on the beach. Yeah, well. So yeah. after, I have like a three-day beach limit. I get I bored. I need to go do something. I know. I get bored. Too. It's, it's my three day itch. I need to. I need to. You know, go do something really adventuresome. So mm-hmm. that was. That's. Did you do something in VG adventuresome? Um, no, we would go to the next island. Ah. That was adventuresome. Do you enough. dive or surf or anything? Like um, that? I can. I tried diving and I have a hard time. I can, you know, scuba and snorkel and I um, snuba, but I, um, I tried to scuba dive and I had a hard time just clearing my sinuses. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Some people can't regulate their ears sometimes or, or like, so I you're not claustrophobic, see... are you? No, not at all. Okay, I got to do the Great people. Barrier Reef and I would, I would go down, but um, they kept having us link arms and then go down faster. And I think if I could have gone at my own pace for the Great Barrier Reef, I would have been able to see more. Link arms? I got, to, I got to go down 18 feet and I got to see the Great Barrier Reef, but I didn't get to go down closer where you see like the shells opening up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did a, 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 a three-day, three-night liveaboard on, uh, in the Coral Sea in, off of Australia. It was amazing. See? Some of the best diving I've done ever. And, you know, you, gotta, you have your travel plans down pat. And it's just you have to – to be a traveler, you have to be able to go last minute anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I remember being in Rio and hearing about, you know, landing at the hotel. And then someone was checking in at the gate and asking about this restaurant and – they were talking about it. I was like, oh, can we go? So you have to be able to be extremely flexible. I think that's the biggest. That's a huge. Yeah, travel did, necessity. Did you ever have uh, a bad story of like just traveling with the wrong person? If you, you um, know, it's that will, that can wreck a relationship travel. It, it can, it can wreck a relationship. I, uh, uh, most of the, many of the trips I've been to have been with my twin sister. So her and I luckily and can be on the same page. know her better than anyone in the world. But we so. have, a, we have rules. And oh. when we are grumpy or mean to each other, that means we need some chocolate. Oh. Or we need a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. Or we need to sleep. go. Maybe some sleep. <laughs> yeah. A nap. Somebody needs no. a nap. No, no, no. We need to switch locations. So okay. that's how we keep dealing with each other. But chocolate is honestly, chocolate's an answer to a lot of problems for me. <laughs> it's cured a lot of ills. <laughs> so is uh, do you have a different like skill set like it's one of you the map reader and the other one's like a, a driver one of them likes you know yeah we're both i i appreciate growing up in my family because my parents both made us all be map readers and navigators and that's, we used to, it's a good skill to have we have you know we had uh, five kids so there's seven of us in an rv the full-size rv and we would take <laughs> turns learning how to be co-pilot but i know when i'm in a road trip with friends and someone's not a good co-pilot, I'm like, you're fired. You're not a, if you can't read a map and you can't tell yes. me where I'm going, then why are you the co-pilot? You cannot sit in that co-pilot seat if you're not. My mom, I had to cut her some slack because you know <laughs> she, her eyes aren't working that great anymore. And the road map that the rental car people Company. gave us, they, uh, the type was really small. And it was oh. too small for her to read. I was like, well, you're killing me. <laughs> so magnifying glasses. I got a GPS. No, I got the oh. GPS, which saved us. You know, I recommend that to anybody if you're listening. Get If you're renting the car, get the GPS. It's oh, worth yeah. the extra four euro a day or whatever it was. But I like road trips. I love just getting in the car and going. Is that where you 
were your family big travelers growing up? I mean, was it mostly because ours was all driving as well? They well, we were seven. I mean, a that's family, a lot. And then we would have we the grandparents, five, yeah. and then maybe a cousin. I mean, we were always like ten. More the merrier was the my yeah, our you're family like a motto. traveling band. You were, <laughs> we were. Well, like, yeah. So we used to do road trips because I, I first, yeah, I wasn't, I didn't take my first flight until I think I was in eighth grade. Yeah. So. I think I took one at seven and then not again till like I was a 16 or something like that. Yeah. But flights now are easier. I mean, you can, I see people travel with kids all the time. You know, I have a lot of nieces and nephews, so my siblings travel with their children and you just have to plan and prepare and it seems like a lot of work and i'm so happy that they don't make the children take off shoes anymore it's about time airports got smart like that (laughs) (laughs) these poor you know you would see moms with the two little one a toddler and one's a baby and she's trying to struggle to take off the shoes and get her shoes off and it was and i'm always behind them in line you know (laughs) i I, I, I felt so so much empathy because you know it's uh, clearly someone with the shoe regulation for the families and kids wasn't thinking. Where was that first flight that you took at 16? Um, that was to Paris. That was, <gasps> yeah. So give me your first, if you can remember, I mean, what was what was it like walking on that plane for the first time? And where were you? Did you go from Detroit? Did you have to change? Yeah, it was from Detroit. I, I remember my um, mother and my older sister don't like flying that much. Mm-hmm. So thinking, I I actually like the big airplanes. I really, I, I remember not feeling any different. I loved it. I thought it was, oh, this is too easy. I didn't realize it. I thought I <laughs> should they be had afraid. filled your head with all this, you know, scary stuff. Yeah, you think it should be scary, but it didn't. It felt like a nice big vehicle. So I feel always feel safer. I don't know why in a big plane as opposed to the littler ones. Well, I think they are safer. I like, don't know if they're safer, but they just feel... Better. Well, you don't feel the bumps and right. the thing as much. I haven't been on one of the giant Airbuses yet. Have you been on those? Those two, the two new floors? ones, the no. giant. Oh, that's neat. Is it the 380? The A380? Yeah, they just looked. I, I remember just seeing them being in another plane on the runway, and we had to stop and wait for it to cross, and you're just looking at it and go, this thing is mad. It's like a whale going in front of you. Like, it was huge. Oh, wow. They look really cool. I got to get on one of those. But I want to sit upstairs and like in the I mean, VIP section. It's all about the weather too. So you know, yeah. the weather makes everything okay. We just I did a, a helicopter segment in New York um, in the summer, and it was probably the smoothest, nicest helicopter ride I've ever been on. I've so, only been on one once. Yeah, so I I had been on one before, and I wasn't. Too, I was like, okay. Were they, did you have a scary one? Uh, no, it was just choppy, very bumpy, and and so when you have a super smooth one and the pilot's really friendly, it's a great experience. So that's what you you know you feel like you're on the Bachelor Bachelorette, you're in the mm-hmm. helicopter. Is there a country that, looking back, if you've been to that you say you know I'm okay if I never go there again? Um, no, I would go everywhere again. Um, <laughs> I, w- I always say um, my worst one of, uh, besides the worst travel experience was in Peru. I caught a parasite. Oh, that was going to be my next question. That was, yeah. So when you catch a parasite I, and you're delirious, I, I, I actually I think I, I blanked out. I don't have a memory of what happened. Do you remember what it was from or do you eat something in particular? Um, I had a piece of lettuce. But we all ate the same thing. It was hiking to Machu Picchu. We all ate the same thing. I, I had a piece of lettuce. You know, you're not supposed to eat vegetables. I love vegetables. Mm-hmm. I do. And um, every, everyone ate the same thing. Um, but, uh, you know, we just, I lived through it. I, I had the doctor come give me shots. Oh, he did? He had to come give me shots. And I, I didn't want to go to the hospital because I didn't speak the language. So I was uh, fearful for that. And then I came back to America and 
sure whatever they gave me just burned the stomach burned probably way more potent than we would give here exactly <laughs> so so did it like put you out of commission for a couple of days or something um yeah i really don't have a memory of uh three days i think it is oh my god i don't i don't remember i i remember being on the floor in the bathroom because i was just you know throwing up convulsively oh um i don't remember i don't remember Were i, I you- blacked out did you do the the trail, the like the four day hike? Mm-hmm. I did of? the hike. Yeah. Okay, I cheated. I did the uh, I did the train to uh, Aguascaliente. Uh, but I was we there hiked going... and saw the sunrise yeah. over Machu Picchu, and the fact that they had the sun perfectly lined up with how it, you know, cascades over Machu Picchu. It was neat. No, that's great. Yeah. So did... so see, I, even though I have bad experiences, there's nothing stopping that. I mean. You know, the people I were with, all we all ate the same thing, and I was the only one who got sick. So, what's the... Yeah, you know? I know. But, I, yeah, my worst was I got sick in uh, India. Yeah. That's, but that's very common. And you'll find out when you go there. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> you'll Eating, see. It's hard not to eat the fruits and vegetables. That's, no, I know. America, we have such clean fruits and vegetables, and we yeah. wash them. Well, it's not so much of it. Yeah, it's the, uh, it's the raw. You know, yes. if they cook it, that's, you know, you're fine, usually. But yeah, we're all lettuce. You never well, know. When I it could to be Mexico, it could be a drop of water on the plate. You, when you I travel no to Mexico, idea. everyone like boils their water, and you can't even yeah. even to you know boil water. They don't use the water from the faucet, so it's strange. Mm-hmm. How do you think uh, all this travel has changed you as a person, and and uh, the way you look at people in the world, that kind of thing? Yeah, I think it builds empathy. You know, um, uh, we all live differently but at the same you know at the same time you find similarities everywhere you go oh they're just like me they do this or they do that so it doesn't make everything so strange you know i think you really feel what everyone else is feeling so uh, if people go to travel zoo mm-hmm. is there a certain uh time of the week that the the deals drop that you can get in on the ground floor or uh wednesday is when the top 20 deals are launched and so okay. that's every wednesday's Probably the biggest ticket. And it's, you gotta, you know, don't hesitate. This is the crazy (laughs) thing. It'll be like me where you miss out on things, but it gets you dreaming. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, even just to think if, oh, it gets, it gets me thinking about other things I want to do too. So, you know, mm-hmm. thinking about dreaming about travel is not a bad way to spend your time. It's kind of like <laughs> Pinterest, you know. It's just exciting thinking about it. It's exciting. So you don't have a, your next trip planned? Oh, you're going to Costa Rica? Uh, well, uh, no, I'm planning that one. I am Mexico, okay. going for oh, a weekend in Mexico. Mexico. And then right. I actually am flying to Detroit. So it's good. I get to see family and go on um, a television show. Somehow so. my invitations have gotten lost. I think I better check my spam folder or you something from you. You were in Ireland. That doesn't mean, you know, I have a suitcase. I have a passport. It's ready to go at any time. I'm going to start planning. And I read a map well. I navigate well. That's, that is key. That is very key. (laughs) And you have to be able to function without your cell phone. That's true. In the areas where your cell phone doesn't work is, is, you can't get frustrated. I tell people that, uh, that, you know, they don't like, you know, these kids today, I don't want to be that guy, but honestly, they don't know how to read a map because they've always had their phone or something or a GPS. I goes, you know, you can't rely on it. There's a lot of places it doesn't work. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got to be able to, like, do it old school if, if need be. I don't yeah. mean, you know, you'd have to have a compass. But, you know, yeah. even that would help sometimes. The thing I was going to say for uh, Travel Zoo is the deals that you book are real. They actually have a, a test booking center that calls randomly and, and books tries to book the deals just to make sure, you know, when you go there, it's not so it's a different price. It's not any of the And so that's what they got known for. It was actually it started by two brothers who wanted to make sure people got what they, you know, mm-hmm. paid for. 
Is there? Do you ever see a deal on Travel Zoo that you just go, "There's no way that's the right price. Like it's too good to be true." All the time, especially the Caribbean or cruises. Oh, too many in restaurants. It's always fifty percent off. I don't know why people pay full <laughs> price for you know for meals anymore. You can get. You can go. To, you don't have to go for a restaurant for full price. Dinner for two. Dinner for four. It's great. And it, I always want a free bottle of wine. If, if they're, I'm like free bottle of wine. That's right up my alley. <laughs> Oh, I'm finding your weak spot here. Yes. <laughs> okay. The um, Travel Zoo, is there like one, what are the hot countries now? I'm going to do like your typical Today Show interview. Leslie, where are the hot countries? What's hot right you now? Just, I just told you, Tuscany, Ireland, Tuscany, Ireland. Caribbean. Um, we always have, yeah, great. Mexico. It's still good deals for Mexico it, right now. And Europe, really... I mean, you you can go to Europe and Australia because it's it's the low right. season. So this is the time to go for the best deals. Yeah, now and spring. Right. And I always tell people that it's like, especially Europe, and if you want to do the cities like London, Paris, and Rome and stuff, it's much better this time of year when it's cooler. Yes. You know, because... Well, it's always going to be New York, expensive. New York That's is the, the thing, yeah. you, you know. Yes, but New York, like is New York. Be- is the best in October as well. It's the best month. It it, I mean, because you're walking around everywhere. And I have to tell Americans all the time, look, the world isn't as air-conditioned as you're used to. You know, it's hot. And A, you're, you know, it's only tourists walking around Rome and Paris in August. The key and is the locals pack leave. comfortable shoes no yeah. matter where you're traveling, right? And pack light. Yes. I, um, I always... It was funny growing up as a kid. My mom would tell us, uh, "Oh, if you for- don't worry about it, if you forgot to pack something, we can get a new one there." And I was, "Oh, in my head, I'm always like, I'm okay if I forgot <laughs> something. I will buy a new coat. I will buy a new shirt." Yeah, I, so. that's the other thing I always tell people. You always know. Uh, I say if you watch frequent travelers, they pack light, mm-hmm. and you know people always way overpack. And if I'm always bringing somebody who's not used to traveling, I go bring less. You're not going to need that. Three shoes. That's the goal. So you yeah, have women, to pack, it's a little tougher. You wear one and you have to pack two shoes. And you can slide in flip-flops for that fourth one. But that's if you can't go over more than three shoes, wearing one and packing two, because you're ruining your travel, you know, yes. lightness. Well, this is where, you know, I wasn't, I had to remind myself. It's like, oh, yeah, my mom's a, uh, a lady and she needs a hairdryer. Like, I don't think about that when I pack and I go, Mom, they'll, oh, they'll, the hotels will have it. Well, a lot of them say they do and they don't. Oh, and so I had to learn that. True. I was like, oh, Mom, sorry. We don't, this hotel doesn't have one. And did she remember non, like electric or not electric? A yeah, she had to bring operated. an adapter. Oh, adapter. her battery operated. Oh, no, I don't know that one. Yeah. See, now these are ladies' tips. Same with the curling iron. Okay. Do you have to bring both, huh? Yeah. Um, no, I... I I avoid the hair dryer. I shower Do at night you? so that I can wake up with my hair dry. It's this. It's this. Wait, you sleep with wet hair? Tip. Yeah. Uh, see, I was told. You, you know, I grew up. It's like you can't go to bed with wet hair. You get a cold that way. I like to avoid the ten minutes of hair drying time. Yeah, but I mean, if you go to sleep with it wet, then you like permanently have bedhead, don't you? Doesn't it get like crazy when you wake up? That's. I, I must be lucky. Wow. <laughs> I don't. Do you not like thrash? Maybe I move around too much when I sleep. You know, I don't. I sleep pretty peaceful actually. Oh, gosh. <laughs> And You're that's lucky. the key thing. You have to sleep on flights. I Do you sleep, sleep on flights? Oh, my gosh, Oh, yes. God. You, I hate you. Oh, yeah. So I curl up. 
Oh, I have the hardest time sleeping. Up I my goal is to be asleep before takeoff. How dare you? Mm-hmm. I I call it airplane narcolepsy because I don't take anything. It just my mind shuts down. I know, so especially lucky. for the next hour and a half, I will get nothing done because I won't be able to turn on any laptop. I won't be able to. I can just close my eyes and it's almost like a meditation. I'm that jerk with the reading light on on the red eye. <laughs> I'm that guy. Oh I no! I can't. I can't sleep. I'm, you know, I have to have a super long flight before I can sleep. Oh, and then it's a little easier in like first class, of course. I think it's just the sitting up. You know, if I can yeah. lay kind of flat, I'm okay. But man, sitting up like that, mm-mm. I, I curl into yeah. You have to get. I can't have a neck those neck pillows. Right, those right, big right. foamy things it has to be like thin. I have a blow up one there. I can do thin, so I can really sit in the neck. Plus, you're small and you have so much more room in the seat. You know, I, I envy you. I envy you. Like that's when I envy this the small people. That's true on an airplane. I, I, the gentleman um, last week next to me, his knees were crushed yeah. so hard, and he must have been about six five. It's he, so uncomfortable. And I, he was in a middle seat, and I was just—it's crazy to me. Yeah, I have a friend who's just a, a big guy. He's like six three and like you know two whatever, and and uh, he just says, "You don't understand. It's really uncomfortable for me flying." And I go, "Yeah, I get it, and it's got to be awful." Yeah, and, and uh, you, I, some of them have extra room aisles, but I feel like, yeah. You're always in the way. It's like they're like bashing that cart in you, and yeah, it's not good. No. If I'm going to have, if I ever make a ton of money, that's going to be the one. I don't ask for much in the world, but if I'm going to give one luxury to myself, is to n- never fly coach again. Oh, I would, Wouldn't I, that be the I awesome? would want to own an airplane. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, yes, be, obviously. That would be. Have you done the private plane, private jet? I stuff? have, yeah. I haven't. Oh. It's got to be the most. The most awesome thing in the world. It was. Where'd you go? Uh, it was a. It was a Lear from New York to um, Des Moines, Iowa. Des Moines. Mm-hmm. What? Why? Why did you? It was the company company plane. Another company I worked for. Really? Yeah. So, neat. what? What airport did you leave from? Um, it's the White Plains. Teterboro. Teterboro. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have to learn the little the little names of the private airports out. There's no security. It's oh, very, you drive right up to it. Yeah, it's very oh, it's fast. The best. That's it great. takes off when you sit down and everyone's there. Wow, that's a great thing. You don't have any. It's a whole new world. I know. We had a buddy on my uh, on the show here that was a um, he's a pilot for those, so he flies around famous people all the time, and it's it's like it's the greatest gig. It's so awesome. <laughs> Although, yeah, we go back to when we met, we interviewing famous people. Yeah, but I mean, he can just and he's on call. I mean, like, but boy, it sounds like a great gig. It, and he has seen the world. He's gone. I mean, he's flying around like when I met him, I ran into him in uh, Hong Kong and we just happened to be there at the same time. And he was flying uh, Bill Clinton around. Wow. Yeah, it's 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 nuts. And that's, I think that's when you realize that everyone's the same third person, too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, <laughs> good and bad days. I mean, yeah. you know, it's a nah, celebrities. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was never that blown away by him. I mean, it was nice, but. We're all just, you know, they're all regular people. Yep. Okay. So Good. what else? Is there anything else you want to talk about on Travel Zoo before we wrap this up? Um, about Travel Zoo? Everything about Travel Zoo. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no, don't forget to take your selfies. Selfies. So uh, hashtag T-Zoo selfie campaign. You should definitely try to win a trip to the Caribbean. I want, I want to win Winning a trip to the Caribbean. Winning anything for free sounds good. Do we know where in the Caribbean? Or as they, as it said? No, they haven't uh, launched that yet. Um, I think it might be Jamaica. Okay. Yes. But for two, Jamaica. huh? Yes. Ooh, I know. Airfare, the whole deal. All inclusive. Luxury package, is, all inclusive. How long is it? Like a week? I don't know. 
It doesn't, you know, it doesn't say. I'm going to have to go back and, and give you some more information. That's okay. But, you know. I'll put a link up to the Why don't you just things. try for it? and Just everybody, can, just send in yourself. You can talk to the winner and see what they, yeah. Yeah, send them thought. over. That'd or maybe you'll be the winner and then you can tell everyone what, what it was. I'll do a show from there. Yeah. From Jamaica. Yeah. Well, it was great seeing you. Good deal. Thank I'm you. I'm so glad you could stop by. And uh, it's, uh, and welcome. It's back to LA. Thank you. Yeah. And get traveling. Yeah. Yeah. I'll see you in the airport. <laughs> Leslie Nagy, everybody.